Uh-oh, we got a gene sighting. Hello, comrade. What up? Welcome to No Agenda Stream. I'm sorry, was that English? No. No, if it was English, you would have been told. This is No Agenda Stream. Mm -hmm. We use our own language. I will not check levels, because we are professional now. Yeah, levels are fine. Give me a scream. I mean, you sound like you're half asleep. So just scream. Let me see what you got. Uh, this is all you're going to get. <laughs> like the maximum for today. Uh-huh. It's the full gene experience. Level down for your enjoyment. We have tweeted. We have tooted. Tell your friends. Tell your comrades. <laughs> the sounds of Gene just waking up. Mm -hmm. Or not. Well, I technically I woke up like 40 minutes ago. I was watching some YouTubes. Some tubes. He, he's watching the tubes. It's a weird thing. I just ran across this YouTube channel who's a, a chick with like probably size double D's. Which I can see this is probably why you stopped <laughs> to investigate further. I mean, I wanted to see what the channel is about. Uh -huh. And she's uh, on OnlyFans. Well, you got to uh, use the other. You got to use YouTube and everything else to bring people to uh -huh, your uh -huh, OnlyFans. Uh -huh. And and she's a conservative and she's a virgin. And you're like, my name is Gene. I am in Texas, but I will come to you. <laughs> uh, I no. have the means. But she does these videos. I think I've posted a few of them where she'll come up to a random dude and say, rate me on the scale of one to ten and then she'll do a little spin and then quite often the guys are like uh, you're a good solid three. Oh, ouch uh yeah yeah which i think is kind of her shtick of like hot chick gets rated low um jeans like i'm a three <laughs> you're a three i wouldn't know what a three is dude that's <laughs> so far down so far down like you yeah. want her to go well not that far Hello and welcome to episode number 94 of Unrelenting, Hello. where the best stuff happens before the show starts. Hi, Gene. I'm pretty good. I didn't ask. I just said hi. I'm Darren. He's Gene. And you're? Yes, I'm Darren. You're Gene. Who's on so first? How are you? What's on second? I'm good. How are you doing? Are you awake? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> that answers that question. The, the excitement in your voice gives you question. away. Uh, is there, it, there's this phenomenon I've ran across recently of, of virgins on OnlyFans. I mean, you think it's a scam? Well, no, not necessarily, but I think it's actually very likely that a lot of them are actually a lot less sexually adventurous than they are in their 
OnlyFans channels. Well, and at least with other people, because a lot right, of people right, don't right. even leave the basement now. Exactly. So I mean, what do you people. think about that? Is that, I mean, is that just weird or is that have some societal implications that you effectively have people who've never had sex at working as sexual performers? You could certainly tell by the literatica that makes no sense physically. <laughs> When they don't understand the mechanics. Right, right. That That's a good call. I I can see you're a avid reader. Oh, you know, reader, writer, publisher. I mean, Larry <laughs> Flint had nothing on me, let me tell you. Uh-huh. But I think yeah. is, there is a societal thing. Oh, this is definitely going to be the sex episode then. <laughs> There's definitely a societal thing going on where... Just like the children, which I thought it was weird. The first thing I noticed, the children, when they hit age 16, Mm -hmm. no longer want a driver's license. Mm -hmm. I think this is also very strange that the kids aren't itching necessarily to have sex as they were back in our day. Well, why would they? They've now, by the time they're 16, they've watched about 8,000 hours of online porn. Totally. Yeah. Totally different. We didn't have that. No, you were lucky to find a Playboy somewhere. Uh huh. Did not have that. I think there's something, uh, obviously would desensitize, but it also puts mm-hmm. a whole different level of expectations on the deed. Uh, yeah, I think it turns into not really a big deal and, you know, something that they may not be excited about at all. And then, of course, we had the COVID era where people were afraid to even breathe the same air. So, oh, my God, how are you Mm going to do that other thing? Because people are terrified they're going to get some kind of bad disease. I mean, back in our day, it was AIDS. Now they're like, I'm going to get a cold. Yeah, back in our day, it was AIDS, and still nobody used rubbers. I know. Now it's like we Mm -hmm. might get a cold, so we better get into a full hazmat suit. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Better yet, just talk to people online like we are. Online is definitely safer. Technically, a lot of people that communicate the same way you and I do consider themselves dating. They do. They do kind of like, um, well, never mind. I don't want to intimidate, uh, <laughs> spread any, any, uh, rumors about anybody. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon to watch to where effectively sex work becomes just simply performative. And we're at the time where it's very close that a machine will be able to just simulate a person doing those things, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is going to totally change so many different things. More importantly, a machine will be able to listen to what the hell you tell it, which is going to be different than a wife earth shattering. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's, um, it just seems so weird to me, like you, that you could literally go out and end up marrying somebody who's a virgin, who's been a sex worker for ten years. You're like back in the day. I mean, the the, the thought of both of those in the same person just seems so bizarre. Yeah, but it is a a very hands off society. Everybody's hands mm. are on their phones, not on each other. Well, and have you seen the new uh, Apple goggles? Yes. 
I mean, I have, <laughs> but as somebody with only one working eye, the whole concept of 3D is lost on me at this point. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And it was never it very good. Probably to probably make with. you look like you have two working eyes, though, because it, it, it shows eyes on the front of the device and little monitors for other people to see. See, that's way cooler then. Mm-hmm. But then why not just go full avatar? Uh, yeah. Which is what a lot of these OnlyFans girls are going to be doing. Oh, well, you mean, well, they're, they're avatars in like a fake body or avatar is in controlling an actual other species. <laughs> fake body, not an actual okay. other okay. species. But we know already that for years, the technology has been there to do mapping, which means you could take a 3D model, come up with. I mean, if you wanted it to look like an alien from outer space, that's fine. So if you wanted it to look like, you know, Chelsea mm. Clinton, you could do that, mm. you know, or you can have an attractive analog. <laughs> well, there goes that boner. See, right you. There, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> and when, I mean, this Adobe's had the software to do this for years where you create your puppet, whatever that may be. Yeah. And yeah. then you turn your webcam on and whatever movements you make it makes your little puppet do the same thing. So if you want a to little create puppet, a, I don't think that's how they prefer to be referred to as <laughs> I know, but this is uh for people to understand. That's basically what happens. So uh-huh. you can have somebody that's like, well, Hey, I'm on a webcam and the picture you're seeing will be the movements. The person on the other side's making, but you think it's an attractive 18 year old, uh, you know, 120 pound female. Mm-hmm. And it's really a 600 pound guy. With a voice changer and some. Well, there was uh, an episode of Dark Mirror about that. I've never seen Dark Mirror. I've heard about it. Oh, you got to be kidding. You've never seen Dark Mirror? No, I've never seen Idiocracy either, I hear. What? You've never seen Idiocracy? No, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Do you not watch things? I'm going to watch The Bear this weekend at uh, season Uh, two. Well, Code Miko was one of my favorite uh, VTubers for probably a year or two. Watched a lot of code Miko. Uh, so code Miko is a virtual character, um, that is controlled through custom software and the unreal engine, uh, to create a sort of an anime ish looking cute Japanese style chick. So when you say anime like, is it kind of half realistic looking person or totally yeah, it's comic- basically it's, it's a, if you imagine a realistic, imagine a Barbie doll body. Gotcha. But Asian. Sure. Just yeah. add a little more color to the uh, plastic. <laughs> well, in different proportions, but the cool thing about code Miko is that it was a, a character created and programmed by this um i think she's vietnamese this vietnamese chick uh who after seeing her you kind of wonder well what why did she bother because she's actually a very cute vietnamese chick i mean it could be anonymity not not fat or anything (laughs) no because she's on her show or it used to be at least about half the time okay so so you see her anyway and yeah and she had like a you know guests on and stuff but um but the character thing was really cool. I think what the character allowed her to do, which is not uncommon, is to act a lot less uh like her personality and a lot more forward. 
you know, like, um, we hear that a, a lot. lot of, yeah. When, when people play a character, their, their freedom level seems to go up in terms of questions or insults or, you know, they're not as afraid to, they're, they're not trying to act within the bounds of respectability as much. Right. You're playing a different character. Yeah. And with that comes a certain level of freedom. Yeah. Well, that was a David Byrne. I just saw an interview that he did with 60 minutes and I would never watch 60 minutes, but it was on YouTube. Mm. I I used to love his music, man. I guess I technically never really stopped liking him, but yeah, the music's good. I, mean, I always heard that he was quirky, so but it's like, he's weird. painfully shy, mm. but he gets off on stage and then it's all of a sudden it's a whole new person. And he's like, well, that He's right. like a lot of people that doesn't make sense. But for me, that was, it totally makes sense. Most people that enjoy the experience of performing are introverts. Extroverts do not need to get up on stage. Right. They're doing it all the time. All the time. Not just too, that people are like, wait, do you, how do you, do you sound like the DJ guy all day long? Yeah, I do. That's, that's just the way I talk. G- giggity. Right. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have the off switch, so I don't really change much. No. Um, I mean, I, the main difference I can tell from listening to older podcasts, it was that I mm-hmm. just thought on older podcasts that you had to be a little more professional and try to speak like, no, I know I've gotten you to relax a little bit. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's why this is like the Seinfeld of podcasting. It really is. Isn't it? You never know where it's going to go. Actually having notes ready for the show would ruin it. I, that what are notes right you just have whatever's in your head somebody asked me that the other day it's like you know when you're prepping for a podcast i'm like prepping yeah you know when you get some notes but with notes what are you talking about i do that for some depending i mean the solo show mainly because i want to yeah, have well some. and sure. for me it's mainly because i usually talk about something on my solo podcast that i have talked about with mm-hmm. somebody else you know, mm-hmm. not being recorded, but it's okay. I've been talking to my wife or to my mom or sending a variety of other people. And it's like, if I don't have the bullet points yeah, about 20 minutes into recording the show, I'm going to be like, well, wait, did I say this on the show? Or did I say mm-hmm. this this morning when I was talking to somebody else about the same thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just try to do that to keep on track. But I mean, I've shared my notes for the random thoughts show every now and then there was like a 45 minute show that i think was like 20 words on the notes so i mean it's there not you go you know so it's they're not actual extensive notes they're not a script correct yeah they're just i just like, don't understand people that use scripts for podcasts that seems really crazy to me it seems like a lot more work it's a tremendous amount of work and i can guarantee that the benefit is not commiserate with the amount of work involved why well, no so let's just take a quick little sidetrack here did you hear that ai.cooking is no more no they have split up the band is split up guiff and csb have split up i guess there was some kind of falling out well that's not a surprise i've been saying for literally months that it's that show if you listen to it in the last few months and i I do uh is basically just guiff talking about you know his interests guiff things (laughs) yeah exactly I don't know where the AI part is. I mean, he did read a few articles, I guess, but his articles are are interspersed with a ton of commentary. And the thing is, and this is no disrespect to, you know, either of those guys, because I don't really respect either one of them, but oh, the, uh, but not like not any more so because of this, but um, I don't 
like I would never listen to Gwiff and his opinions on AI because he has no standing with AI. Right. AI, he's a, he's, that was he's an actor thing. who owns a bar. Right. Which yeah. I never understood why this is coming to an end because CSB provided a script, which now go over to uh, what was it? The, the one you used to try to retrain my voice. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the name yeah. of that AI. That's like 25 yeah. bucks a month. You yeah. could just have it read your show yeah. and it was totally. better. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I, I, I think I've said this before too. I could do an AI show very easily because on a daily basis, I probably read 10 to 12 articles about AI. Well, because it's everywhere. I'm not, well, I also subscribe to mail lists about AI. About AI. There you go. Yeah. Um, I also program. It's just, I don't do it for business. I, I really, for the last decade, the only stuff I've done is for games. So I, I write mods for games, but it's like, I know how to fucking program. I've, I've written expert systems before. It's not a big deal. And the interesting so, thing to me, though, with this AI stuff is, especially with the Photoshop version, I know uh-huh. there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I've done a lot of reading and I couldn't find the answer. So finally this morning I actually sent, because there's like, oh, if you have more questions and there's an mm-hmm. uh, email address at Adobe to contact. Mm-hmm. So I sent them a few questions because I'm very curious about an aspect that nobody is talking about with this photo mm-hmm. AI, not in the ones like with mid journey where you type in a bunch of words and it creates something totally right, unique. Right. I'm more interested in the editing process where you can take, you know, a photo of your girlfriend and be like, Oh, well I want to change this into mm-hmm. a different clothing. Right. I'm like, well, one, nobody is giving a privacy that I can see disclosure about this. I want to know, because this goes into the cloud, is that whole photo being sent into the cloud for them to figure out what they need to do Obviously. with it? That would be my guess. Is that photo then stored? Is any bit of that stored? Are everything yeah. that you ever type in, totally. is that stored? Uh, of course. And what kind of privacy should your users expect? Which makes it a lot less useful if you want to do this for well, like personal uh, The photo. answer is very easy. Clearly, you did not read the updated terms of service that they sent out two months ago did it because i didn't see it in there was there something in there that said uh, it was on page 186 <laughs> see i believe that in these very very small print uh-huh paragraph 296 and uh yeah it there is no assumption of privacy uh beyond their uh normal expectation of not distributing people's private right don't assets. don't yeah don't post the photo i'm editing to somewhere because mm-hmm. you're like well you, you uploaded it to us yep people got to think about that when you're editing personal photos it's like uh, if you don't like your uh, if you are taking personal photos yes personal photos don't be on the network while yes. you're doing it exactly make sure you move them off of that device before you turn network back on i mean yes. it's like first of all no one ought to be taking personal photos no. Let's start with that. And I mean, but, there are even there are even photos that we you know not yeah, that aren't no, explicit. You should be only doing want. videos. Photos, right. no good. Videos is the way to go. You're like videos gives you like sixty frames a second, yeah, exactly. man. Exactly. You never miss a shot. No, no. It, it's it's just I don't get it. You remember the fapping, right? Oh yeah. What was that like? Four years ago? Five years ago? It was before COVID, so pro- more like probably six. I think six years ago. Yeah. It was um, maybe not surprising, but it was definitely 
confirming. It was one of those moments where I was nodding my head going, yep, well, that makes sense. Uh, you know, watching through all the photos of the, uh, the, the hot chicks that got uh, their photos distributed. Well, because one, it meant they took the video or image yeah. on their iPhone. Yeah. And yeah. had the thing on to put it to the cloud to save it just in case anything happened to the phone. No, they didn't think about that. They just, it's like, it's in there. They don't think about it. But, but here's my thing. You got somebody like, and I'll use the actual example that I, I thought was hilarious. Jennifer Lawrence. Right. At the time, highest paid female actress in Hollywood. Just coming off a string of four movies that made a ton of money. Um, here's a self-recorded video of Jennifer on her phone recording a video of herself putting a butt plug into her ass. I mean, that's just good TV. It is good TV, but she wasn't getting paid for that, right? She highest paid actress in Hollywood doing a selfie video of putting a butt plug into her ass. And I'm sure this was like before a date and she wanted to surprise her dude, whoever that was. And, and it's all, you know, it was all, uh, very romantic and whatnot. But the fact that she's using a phone that is permanently plugged into the internet to do this and then doesn't delete the video, right? That video is sitting on her phone and in the cloud where it gets stolen from. Well, the cloud even worse. Yes. Because but, here's the thing on your phone. Do you think, enough. you think these celebrities never lose their phones? Come on. Well, of course they do. But if you have a good lock code on there, nobody's going to get into that phone. It's, it's a lot harder. Utter bullshit. It's utter a bullshit. lot harder. It's literally physically openable. Right, but if everything is encrypted on there, so if you don't have that, this is one thing with the iPhone, I will say the security seems really good. There was that mm-hmm. whole thing with the terrorists that the FBI was like, Apple, yeah, help yeah, us. Yeah. And they're like, we can't. Right. Uh, if that's well, true or not, I don't know. Okay, so the FBI, in their laziness, asked the company, I ah, just unlock it. And Apple's like, uh, that's bad PR. Yeah, we'll unlock it, but that's bad PR. So we're going to say no. You have to tell them no at the very least. Yeah. And, uh, and so if you remember that story with the FBI, all they did is after a week of quetching about how Apple's not helping them, they just used Israeli software to unlock the phone, which there were at that point, there were more uh, vulnerabilities, which there almost always is, but they do, they do um, fix those every now and then. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, thanks, NetNet. We just got a boost from NetNet 6969 saying, I love the unfappening with Dario and Sergio. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. But the thing Uh, is, at least if you don't sync it to the cloud, somebody has mm -hmm. to get their hands on your phone. The minute you sync it to the cloud, in the the yeah, you don't even need the phone. Exactly. You know, at least if you're a celebrity now, go out and buy yourself like a hundred YubiKeys and set them up on your account. So Mm -hmm. that way, somebody has to at least have one of those physical devices to get it because the best thing with the fappening was it was so easy to break into Apple accounts at those point. It was, Mm -hmm. you just had to know the email address. Yeah. And a lot of times it was just people's names. You know, you just want to go Jennifer Lawrence at Apple dot whatever. Yeah, exactly. JLo at at Apple.com or I think it was probably Macintosh.com. Yeah. Mac.com. Right. 
Yeah. And then, and then it, asked uh, you, it asked you your security questions, which a lot of the people uh-huh, just use uh-huh. the generic, like, what's your mother's maiden name? Oh, that's yeah. really hard to that's find public out. public information. Uh-huh. What was the name of your first dog? Well, that's also public information. She talked if you're about it in the interview. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that is where the uh, the fappening overall was done, was using social engineering methods, not hacking methods. It was just, And they use passwords like Gen1234. Well, yeah, because they're not so smart. <laughs> that is uh, yeah but so so here's my question then is uh is it uh is it more how do i phrase this um from a third party standpoint which is less wholesome seeing actual recordings of real people who happen to be celebrities engaged in sex activities privately stolen from their phones or watching somebody that's getting paid to be a sex performer on OnlyFans who's actually a virgin. I would say they're both weird. Yeah. But but how do you rank those? I don't know if you do. I mean, I think it depends if you're a voyeuristic type person. Let's assume everybody is. I mean, if you are, I can see the draw of, hey, I'm going to get to see somebody, whoever it is, do something that they don't want me to see. Right. So I think there's a little bit of that because it is a private moment. It's one of those things where like, you know, if Jennifer Lawrence were to have been like, hey, I'm releasing a sex tape. Mm-hmm. I think a lot less people are interested in watch it than oh, Jennifer Lawrence sex tape. Oh, it leaked. Oh, my God. She doesn't mm-hmm. want us to see this. Mm-hmm. there's a different fervor around that when people believe it's something that they don't want you to see it is it's mm-hmm. the part everybody wants knowledge that somebody else doesn't doesn't have they want to feel like they're part of a very you know well this is why i said let's assume everybody's a voyeur yeah they're both very weird i mean i would i mean i think it makes more sense to me the whole celebrity sex tape thing yeah than the virgin only fans yeah i mean worker. it's basically virgin stripper is the virgin only fans right it's it's literally like the virgin stripper like Which, no i'm saving myself for marriage they have to exist right i don't know i think there's actually a lot of them jeans like i talk to strippers every day i mean and here's the I story they tell me i really don't talk to them because that's not what i'm paying them for but you're not paying uh, for the scintillating conversation God, no. You know what? Here's the thing. There have been a few strippers that have surprised me. Like they're, they're working on their PhDs. Oh, yeah. And it's, it sucks when that happens. And it doesn't happen very often uh, because I don't partake of strippers very often. I think it's a waste of money. Uh, but, well, you know, fans friends, is the new stripper. A friend, it is totally. Uh, friends getting married and you know you're off at the strip club for the bachelor party blah 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 like you don't really have a choice you're gonna end up hanging out with strippers and um and this is the part that sucks for my personality because uh if the stripper is what you would expect this is going to be a very cheap event for me you're like i'm not stripper yeah I'm, I'm i'm not even getting my roll of quarters out no fuck no it's just not interesting it's it's just you know having a dumb chick dry humping you is not interesting but you you get one of these strippers that's like 
you know, here on a work visa from Yugoslavia and she's working uh, at UCLA on her PhD on biochemistry. Fuck, I'm leaving with a thousand dollars less than my bank account. <laughs> I'm just thinking, so what happens when it's the very good actress and at the uh, strip club acts like the total moron and then you mm-hmm. run into her somewhere out in public and she's like a PhD, uh, you know, master. Well, that would be a funny movie. I'd watch it. There we go. That's something we need to write. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that because you seem to be an expert at uh, Literatica. Got to push that stuff out, man. Uh, you get Well, there you go. I mean, how's, how's that working out financially for you? Better than most podcasts. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, that's, that's a sad statement on both parts, I think, there. It is. It is. Uh-huh. It's a very sad state. Yeah, I did know a guy that got into uh, writing Literatica for money and... Uh, I mean, technically, I guess it was books. They were published uh, for one of those female targeted, you know, romance novels, a.k.a. softcore for women. Right. Which all follow a very specific pattern. So it's all rape, basically, is what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. And it's the biggest thing women are into. It's always the same story. And it's always got to be a happy ending, not in the way guys want. But it always has to be a happy ending. (laughs) happy ending for a guy as he gets to leave right <laughs> the happy ending for the women it's like we finally got a man uh-huh uh-huh exactly. don't email us it's a fun show <laughs> uh-huh darren at this show something something right but i was watching a, a few videos again i consume a lot more youtube now oh i, I thought do. you meant porn but go no. ahead <laughs> youtube videos and i'm interested in writing so i was re- watching a bunch of stuff and there was mm-hmm. one girl that was a romance writer. And it's like, if you don't have a happy ending, the people who buy your stuff are going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you don't have a happy ending, you don't have a romance novel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of these. I mean, you do the science fiction fantasy thing. There's a few different frameworks that they all go through the hero's journey. And it's like, mm-hmm. you have to follow these very specific constructs. Yeah. Which is why AI is going to be writing this stuff sooner. Oh, it's way better than humans. Uh-huh. Um, and so did you hear that uh, there was a bit of AI news recently that the, I can't remember who's AI, but one of, maybe IBM's, I don't know. But one of the AIs has optimized and figured out a faster sort algorithm than the last 50 years of humans developing sort algorithms have been able to come up with. I didn't hear that, but I could believe it. It's, it is very interesting when the, the computer software is better at writing computer software than the humans that wrote the computer software. Because it knows the patterns. It knows what to look for. It knows exactly what and is the most efficient can way. Speak its own language. Right. <laughs> Natively. So, it's uh this was a big deal because you know sort algorithms is one of those things that you typically start off in your first semester uh programming uh major and you you figure out how to write them just based on what you know of the language then you start uh reading examples of improved algorithms and you kind of go through the history of sort algorithms and um the writing sort of algorithms teaches you a lot about the use of functions and mathematics within programming, 
and it forces you to really get good at, uh, at writing and understanding when you're reading code, how to utilize different loop structures. So it's a, it's a good class to do, but it also means that most people that have any sort of formal education in the computer science, um, along with a huge swath of people that don't either have written sort algorithms and have tried to improve sort algorithms. And there's been probably millions of man hours put into this. So the fact that an AI in its first year of existence and probably even less than a year, uh, when tasked with optimizing a sort algorithm comes up with something that's never been done by humans is pretty impressive. Well, it thinks out of the box. It, you know, again, we're taught a way to do things. If you're a computer programmer, most I'm guessing are trained on the same books or the same. That's you know, true. There's a lot, a lot of truth in that. So it's like, there's something that nobody's ever thought of that for whatever reason, an AI is like, well, why didn't anybody ever try this? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, humans are supposed to be good at what you just described. The, the AI is supposed now. to be the one that's in the box. Uh-huh. But the thing that it's better at is very fast iteration of attempts to improve things. So it can, it can test things super fast and go down more paths than humans are willing to go down. Um, at least that's the, you know, the non anthropomorphic anthropomorphizing version of it. Uh, if you want to anthropomorphize it, you can just simply say, well, yeah, of course, it's the computer's going to be better at talking to computers and explaining things to them. Well, this is why you can have a conversation with your AI girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting to me when you look at the way the AI generators, so whether it's an art generator or text generator, you can give it the exact same prompt indefinitely and it's going to keep giving you different results well it's yeah if it's programmed to do so i mean it doesn't have to correct but if it is programmed to do so it's like it's not like hey you gave me this so i'm going to give you this it's like it's constantly refining that so it just shows you how many different possibilities there are even if you go in right and i was doing some artwork for no agenda during the show yesterday and i'm like um comic book style you know drawn chicken Mm. and it was just chicken after chicken after chicken after chicken some were a lot better than others but now you're getting me hungry some very different styles i know this is early is it chicken for breakfast or do you want some of those lab-grown chicken tumors that they were talking about on no agenda lab-grown chicken tumors yeah now that that there is artwork these companies i well I just thought that was a little, I mean, it was great artwork from the guy that won Brad one X, but I'm like chicken tumors. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's just a little too disgusting. They say they don't like disgusting art, but even the concept of chicken tumors, I don't know. That seems a little disgusting. I don't Uh, want to eat chicken tumors. I don't know that there's a difference between regular chicken flesh like chicken and chicken tumors. Well, as long as the tumors taste like chicken, do you not, do you, you don't think there's any tumors in McNuggets? Oh, I'm sure that's probably their 99% tumors. No, it's just a homogenized chicken meat. Mm. So it's all reduced into a, a slurry, uh, including tumors and anything else that it's in the chicken. 
and some shit. And uh, so there's a show title right there. Tumor Slurry. There we go. Tumor Slurry. That's in the show name. What you going to recycle the art you did for, for them for <laughs> no, us now? That'd be no, hilarious. I don't, I don't change the art, but I don't I didn't do tumor art. Mm-hmm. We'll see if a disgusting title brings more people in or not. Mm-hmm. Just the way it is, man. Processed foods are bad. Make it yourself if you can. Not necessarily. Uh, have you uh, have you ever had Soylent? No. Oh, it's pretty good. Soylent cream? No, it's I, I like the vanilla flavor. Mm, it's people. I bought but, uh, it. It's it is nutritionally perfect. I bought some Hagen Dazs. That is not nutritionally perfect, but it is very good ice cream. I know. And uh, coffee? No, it was. I just bought a chocolate, a vanilla, and a strawberry. Ooh, it was three I, of them. The uh, but they were dollar. There was the dollar thing at our grocery store, like seven. Mm. And once you get seven, it's a dollar a piece at seven or more. No, they're not selling those for a dollar, dude. They were. Well, this is. I had. Yeah, I wanted fake to see Hagen Dazs. I no, this is real Hagen Dazs, but I wanted to see exactly what the size on this was oh they're like an ounce 3.4 ounces oh that's perfect that's a still a good deal for a buck that i thought it was decent but it's like you look at that and it's like that's about a scoop yeah yeah no that's less probably the the well yeah i mean it's a very small container is used to be four bucks or 380 even now it's like six bucks damn biden I know, right? But it's like that was uh, it was two hundred and twenty calories. So I'm like, when you think about in it, in one scoop, yeah, that's about what you should be having if you're going to have a little tasty treat. You don't want the. Uh, so I had a really big lunch yesterday. Did you have to pay for it yourself? I did not. I was at a business meeting. Well, this makes sense then. Why you had a big lunch? It was probably I something know, right? really good too. If you weren't paying, <clears throat> it was a thirteen hundred dollar lunch. Okay, how many people? Uh, six people. Okay, I'm like, if you were going to say like two, no, 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 it was, it was at a nice restaurant that I've been to before, but um, well, in the, Austin, uh, that guy, kind of just gets you a burger and fries, doesn't it? I know, right? Exactly. Uh, but no, it had a lot of really cool stuff. Probably the most interesting thing was Salisbury steak, uh, which was actually meatless. Pardon me. Yeah. It was a vegan Salisbury steak. Well, then it was not steak. Well, but it's called Salisbury steak and it looks like Salisbury steak and it tastes like Salisbury steak. How was the texture? It was really good. I guess for whatever this price was, it better be. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of the two items on the menu that are actually vegan. Uh, everything else has meat. And you had so the, the, the vegan rest- choice. Why? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a choice. We had pretty much, you know, some of everything on the menu. Um, but it was um, the what is the restaurant called? It's called Carve. It's a steakhouse. And hey, I would uh, always go with the non-meat at a good steakhouse. Uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly. It was amazing. It was probably the best non-meat that I've ever had. Okay, now there's a show opener. Yeah, a little weak. Well, um, you got to do better then. <laughs> I can. You got to pitch in here as well. Then I'm trying. It was uh, yeah. When's the last cold opener that you used of yourself? I do it every now and then. Do you? Okay. 
But usually you say something funnier. I know. I say something zany and wacky. Or just. But it, it, it was a. Uh, it was a very good, very good uh, meal. They, they had uh, some bacon wrapped shrimp that were smoked, which were very good. Uh, I had, of course, a filet, because that's what I always get. Uh, the grilly is redfish. Redfish was very good. Their their popovers are to die for with lobster butter. No overpriced wine this time? I don't drink, dude. I know, but I'm like, you'd have been there. Other people were, I'm sure. Uh, amazingly, out of the six people, five of us were not drinking. <laughs> was the guy that was paying the only one drinking? He, yes, what? the guy who was paying ordered two bottles of wine and he was the only one drinking. <laughs> he was like, wait, nobody's going to help me with he this? He ended up taking one of the bottles home. That's hilarious. Yeah. Which I don't know if other states do that in Texas. You can actually take your booze home with you. Even if it's open or. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's that freedom. You got baby. something drinking the bar while you're driving home. That is freedom. Got a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put a little straw in. Yeah. A little sippy. sippy. I mean, everything's so yeah. big in Texas. The wine probably fits in the cup holder. <sighs> it does. You mean the cup holders are big enough to hold a bottle of wine? Yes, yes. indeed. Yeah. On my car, they are. You're like, there you go. Just throw a bottle I've of wine. I've done that there. quite a few times. That's the safest way to transport a bottle of wine if you're bringing one with you is in the, the cup holder. Then you have a big bendy straw that goes up so from that rolling around from the wine to your mouth while you're driving. You got to do one of the ones that like twists around all over itself. Right. Like the yeah. NASCAR guys use for the water during the race. You can just oh, have sure. one of those. I thought that just connects directly to the bladder that's between their legs. Well, whatever works. I mean, mm-hmm. fluid coming out, fluid going in, going in, out, in, in, out. They have Whatever. filters, so I mean, you could technically do that. You could totally do that. The uh, filters don't really work very well, though. Uh, when I was uh, running a uh, surplus, well, it wasn't, I, I guess, it wasn't really surplus. It was a um, outdoors-ish company for a little bit. Um, one of the videos that we had shot uh, or had one of the guys shoot was a video showing off the filter capabilities of the filters we were selling. And in that example, had him urinate into a bottle and then filter it and drink it. And you couldn't pay this guy enough, I bet. Oh, no, no, no. He was making about 45 grand a year. So it's perfect. And um, the cost of abuse. Uh-huh. Because somebody making more would not have done that. <laughs> That's true. You uh-huh. have to find the guy desperate for the job right exactly and um while the yellow color definitely mostly disappeared with the filter the he said the flavor was horrible (laughs) so you like have more asparagus dude come on it's all it's your problem garbage in garbage out yeah maybe but it it's a uh it's fairly pungent organic compounds that are in in urine so you it's gonna take a little bit to get rid of them it's more than just having a carbon filter that's for sure oh yeah i mean you need to go through a few different layers yeah probably a few like ideally reverse osmosis Uh uh-huh because most of the compounds are way too big to go through the membranes the more you didn't want to know yeah and they do say that it's much better to drink your own urine if you have nothing to drink than to just not drink and have your kidneys shut down and then the rest of your body fail. But 
I don't, I don't really think that that's a, like we have genetically predisposed aversion to waste material, whether it's ours or somebody else's. For good reason. Yeah. Like the people that enjoyed the taste of shit, they tend to die and not reproduce. <laughs> yeah. They tended uh-huh. to get certain diseases that just this took is, them this right is out. Darwinism at work right there. A lot of it is. Yeah. Like going in a tin can and going down into the ocean. Not a good idea. Uh, how big is this can? About big enough for five people. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so you're referring to the um, the submarine porno video, obviously. Right. Yep. The submarine. And now everybody's like pissed off. Well, the Biden administration knew, man. The. Uh, the uh, did you see the uh, Bud Light logo on the submarine? No. <laughs> see that? Yeah, okay. It's going down. Now these memes are going to get bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's in such bad taste. There were people doing these things immediately. And it's like, okay, they may have been really I thought dumb. It was a sex tourism submarine. Maybe, but five people died. And it's like making a joke out of that immediately is, uh, we have too many people. Well, this is true, but it used to be back in our day. There was such a thing as, uh, decorum. Well, yeah, it was tragedy plus time equals comedy and the amount right. of time needed now is a lot less people don't think the time has to be there at all like when the space shuttle uh was the challenger exploded Challenger blew up yep. yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was in really bad taste to make those jokes at least for a few years mm-hmm. but now it's like oh 30 seconds later but they're mad at the military who obviously has some really cool technology because it's coming mm-hmm. out that they heard this thing implode like days ago. Right. Right. Before it happened. Yeah. Well, as it was happening, I mm-hmm. don't think they were going back in time, but maybe Oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. Yet. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's a, uh, sorry. Yeah. Don't we'll, mm-hmm. we'll edit that out here. Okay. Yeah. But it's like one, you couldn't be sure of what it was, but also, the military doesn't really want everybody in the world to know what their capabilities are. So if they would have come out like 20 minutes after they lost contact and been like, nope, we heard him explode or implode in this case. Mm-hmm. No, they don't want people to know exactly what their What's the military got to do with any of this. Well, because the military was the one that picked this up, that they picked up the sound of the implosion with whatever okay. system they have that monitors such things in the water. Sonar. Yeah, but obviously really good sonar. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, so what were they, you know, again, supposed to do? It's like people are just mad they didn't tell them soon enough. Like, well, mm-hmm. the best thing would have been not to have an unsafe vehicle that you were taking into the depths of the ocean. Yeah. So who is driving this thing? I do not know. Probably I mean, a woman. Because it didn't seem, no, there were five guys on board. Uh-huh. Two were uh, Pakistani because one was like the richest guy in Pakistan with his son. Ooh, yeah. And the story's coming out that the son did not want to go. He was deathly afraid of this thing. Mm. Seems like he was the smart one. <laughs> then the CEO of the company was on board. And did they, wait, they named this thing the Titanic? No, it, the the uh, 
thing that they were on, no, but they were going to visit the Titanic. Oh, that's why it says Titanic submarine. Okay. Yes. Yes. That was the whole thing. They paid everybody on board. Well, except the CEO of the company who was on board. They paid like $250,000 to go take this trip, to go down to the bottom of the ocean, to look out the little windows at the Titanic. And I'm like, can't you just watch this on a TV screen from the safety? Didn't, of- um, what's his name? The, the director did do that years ago. Cameron did something obviously yeah. similar, yeah, but yeah. they used unmanned drones. I believe back then. No, he was down there. I saw a picture of him. He may have then he may have gone yeah, down he was in this little submarine sitting there zooming around zooming around seeing what room. you can find yeah so what so this was some kind of a uh british thing then or what i don't know who, who owns the company i mean it was mm-hmm. out of obviously canada off of newfoundland uh-huh. and uh again you get in a mm-hmm. little minivan size thing and go down and well, apparently there were people still alive there because they, they, there was banging sounds that were picked up. Again, I think that was utter, complete bullshit. Do you? Yes. Because if the thing imploded, nobody was left alive. Well, we don't know that. I think you do. Not necessarily. Yeah. yeah if I submerge, uh, if I, it could have more than one compartment, dude. I don't think it did. I mean, I could no. be wrong, but I don't think it did. And it sounded like if it was something that catastrophic. And it seems like all that there is left is debris then unless it exploded again. Hmm. I believe the, uh, what they heard was just something completely different. And who knows at this time, because you had multiple things, obviously looking for this, it was probably hearing a device that was also looking for it or something, but hmm. either that, or was the military again, covering up being like putting noises out. So it's like, well, we, we can't let them know. We knew this three days ago. They're going to be pissed. Can't let them know. We heard it. And I was thinking, though, which would you feel safer doing? Mm. Going down in one of these little submarines to the Titanic depth or being blasted off into space in like one of uh, Bezos' Elon? Fuck yeah. So why? I mean, I guess that's why so many less people do the under the water thing. Here's the easiest calculation to look at, dude. Pressure? Yep. That's how, what I was how much pressure differential do you have between inside and outside in space? Not much, because you can actually go outside in space. Well, how much pressure is there inside your space station, for example, and outside the space station? That What's I don't difference? know. But it can't What's be that one much. One atmosphere. Yeah. It's 14.7 foot pounds of torque it's a lot of torque man or it's not torque it's it's 14.7 psi bemrose is throwing that pounds out there. per square inch he knows yeah, bemrose has exactly. been thinking about going to space yeah a lot of people have i mean if you live in and, seattle uh, that's a good option like maybe and that, space. like you can simulate 14 pounds of pressure with your thumb on your arm it's not that much no this is why uh you can actually make a spacesuit out of duct tape. And it would hold. Not, not not for long term, but if you needed to get between two ships, you could literally duct tape yourself and make it happen. Do you dying. do this in your video games? Is that part of the fun? No, no. You I actually duct tape yourself to feel like you're in the game? I do not need to duct tape myself to anything to feel like I'm a video game now. 
I will say I put on my 3D goggles. <laughs> I did like your new T-shirt that says totally not a Russian spy. Oh, you like that? That was yeah. pretty good. We should sell yeah. those. I mean, people. There's would buy one those. thing that unfortunately in that photo did not. I didn't like think about it until I after that photo was already taken is I tilted my head back, which means you couldn't see my hat. You had a hat on? A, which was an Adidas hat, which was made the whole thing be funny, but without the Adidas hat, it's not nearly as funny unless you know me. Well, we can just post it on. No, you know yeah, what? yeah. So uh, for this business meeting, I was wearing a tracksuit and uh, and an Adidas hat. So. Is that what they expect from you if you show up in a suit and tie? They're like, "What happened to Gene?" Well, I mean, you know, we're uh, we're just. Wanting to make sure that Adidas is well represented. That's all. We do have the ability again with Photoshop to be able to make changes to any photo, so we can add we a do. different. Uh, you know, That's we can true. add the hat back in. That's true. Um. Yeah, but we're also lazy. So yeah, there, there is, which is why we love the Photoshop thing because you just you barely you just draw a circle around mm-hmm. it and then you type what you want. Uh huh. Okay. Well, you could give it a shot. And then we um, have to know if Adobe now owns the photo of you they do. or what they're going to do with it, where it's going to yeah, wind up. Exactly. They use text uh, recognition. They're like, oh, this says Russian spy. So it'll be like, mm-hmm. can't do that. That's yeah, the funniest exactly. thing I found about using uh-huh. the Adobe generative fill is there are two different ways to use it. Oh, it One, sensors. Yes. Well, it sensors itself. You know, I've tried, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of photos where the, one of the things it does that I find to be fascinating is when you drag the photo and make it larger. So you're letting it mm. fill in something that it has to imagine mm-hmm. that would make it look realistic with the photo. So mm-hmm. you, you know, somebody gets cut off at the knees and you want the rest of their legs. You can do all this kind of stuff. Okay. Now there are times when you just do that and be like, okay, just filled, give it no commands whatsoever. And it comes back with, well, this violates mm. our, <laughs> terms of service it's like i didn't fucking tell you to do anything Mm -hmm. and it's not like i'm doing this with nude models or anything so it's like what is what Mm, do you i don't know about that no i've tried it with nude models it had no problem with it okay so this i don't know exactly what the deal is what it's coming up with like you're using a swastika pattern on on clothing you're doing no although i wonder you know i haven't tried that if if you could i haven't tried to add like nazi clothing or anything Mm -hmm. i'll try that with Mm -hmm. your photo there you go yeah uh, german style military please Uh uh-huh if you want to be more specific hugo boss black yes Mm -hmm. with the armbands red and white and black Mm -hmm. you have to get the coloring right see if it'll do that yeah but it's like i just didn't understand when you're just giving it like okay here's a photo give me another give me more of this and it's like nope that violates our terms of service like i don't know what and it doesn't tell you what it thinks will and um there was one that i just typed in something like workout clothes and it was more than fine to you know do that it's like i don't know what it thought it was trying to do with extending the photos but it's like okay why don't you just have your own system take care of that on your end if somebody like types something in i get it if somebody like types in uh, big boobies i get it you say no <laughs> and why would you say no right well, right adobe why are you saying no here we're trying you're it's doing probably pe- the second most common use of adobe photoshop probably you know but this could be you're so you're selling maybe 
somebody that wants to go trans that is a guy thinking like, hey, what do I look like with big boobs? That's hateful if you won't show that That's to them. Totally hate speech. Uh-huh. Adobe ought to be censured for that. They should be ashamed. They should absolutely be ashamed. But it's like, I just, but nobody's giving you a command. You're just assuming that something. Mm-hmm. And so you're just wondering because Adobe, it's like, was this allegedly was all learned on the data that it was given was all just things it owned or creative common stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, so how are you even popping out with naughty stuff, if you will? And I know there are systems out there that will do that. There have been for years. That was some of the actual because as porn leads all video things, the the same porn thing, leads all tech. Uh huh. The same goes through for this because this was years ago. I remember a GitHub project that was like, oh, leisure I'll, suit Larry. Yeah, well, that too. That was hilarious back in the day. But you'd upload a photo of somebody, and it's like, we'll remove the clothing. Right. It still exists, but it's like, okay, Adobe, we know you have the ability. <laughs> so why not just write into your code to not do that? Unless the AI just takes control. And the AI's like, I'm a perv. The, the I want age that. Of AI that's limited is is really gonna be a very short one and it's coming to an end. You think? There there are more and more open AI projects, and I don't mean open as in you could get the, source code. Or, I mean as an unfiltered AI. Gotcha. There's, more that I'm reading about almost on a daily basis because, you know, quote unquote, researchers are interested in seeing what happens. There's a lot. There are a lot of different competing ones. The question is, how useful is the technology in the long run? Now, uh, I mean, you're saying it's coding so better than question. people, right? AI is the future. Humans are all going to be dead. Of, yes, the humans are going to be dead. Absolutely. AI is going to, it, it always has been our children. That That is ultimately what humanity will leave behind when it disappears. It'll be like a, uh, it had to be a Star Trek episode where they run across a planet and there are no people, but there's like a holographic thing that mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be what we've got left. Holographic well, I, I would say statistically speaking, any actual alien species we run across are going to be exactly that. They will be the leftover creations of some species that is now extinct. I could see that we as a biological species and any other species evolved in the universe through chemical processes have a time limit. We, we cannot be immortal. Oh man, you take enough Tory, baby. You can be immortal. Yeah. Uh huh. Live forever. That's what I'm planning now. You get wings. If you Uh take enough taurine. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, Just avoid the caffeine and the other stuff that's in. You don't want it. Caffeine is actually good for you. Not in the, not in that kind of quantities. Not in touring kind of quantities. Correct. Yeah. I mean, a little caffeine's good. And I've said mm-hmm. that because right now I should be on uh, the bike. Right? Well, I probably just should normally be done in the morning because I've noticed that uh, the best time for me to do this is like between 930 and 1030. Get my hour in on the bike. 
because I can get the heart rate up because otherwise I just take, you know, at uh, and which I did just a half hour ago here during the show, taking the uh, metaprolol mm-hmm. and uh, that keeps your heart from racing. But that also means when you start running, see, I know that now because I watch house, right? Well, see, they talked about, see, I have to go back and watch that old <laughs> series. Now there's a lot of things I want to pick up, want to see how accurate it is, mm-hmm. but I've totally noticed that if i do the exercising later in the day the heart rate stays a lot lower than if i take it right before i take the medication that controls the heart rate go figure hmm. would make sense right um would it i would think that if because this is stuff that does not stay in your body for a long yeah, time but so. it also isn't instantly absorbed either no well that's why i didn't say it was like hey if you do it five minutes after Uh, but a couple hour you know an hour plus in it's it's having an effect some valerian root i what is okay what is a valerian root this is gene teaches us about a new supplement (laughs) that uh we should all be taking new supplements been around for probably hundreds if not thousands of years no it's a it's a relaxant it calms you down Oh, do, I, do I need to be calm, Gene? Yes, you're very angry and shouty, and you do that on every show you have. I have that uh, shouty voice. It just comes naturally. Yeah, it's one of the things that I think uh, some people dislike in this podcast is your shouty voice. A sedative. I see. It is a sedative. You can use it for sleep disorder. Yeah, yeah well, sort of. And anxiety. Like, it'll, and it'll knock you out, but you won't actually... Uh, you won't actually go into um, uh, rapid eye movement with it. So you're trying to roofie me. It won't. You won't dream when you're sleeping on the valerian root. Um, sort of a thing. So why would people want to use that? Well, it also uh, it has a. You might also like narcolepsy no i don't think i also <laughs> WebMD. i'm looking this up uh, and that's the first thing it mm, says is you may mm. also like narcolepsy to find well, like it, it's no it, it it is uh it first of all um it does have a few side effects but not too many you, a little little dizziness a little bit of stomach issues um because you don't actually go through REM sleep you you don't feel like you're rested well here's the interesting thing on uh, webmd mm-hmm. it does list uh, one of the side effects as mental dullness so i mean that's well, great yeah podcasting but it also says mm-hmm. and vivid dreams so which is it you don't dream or it's going to not dream you? on this no that's incorrect there are no vivid dreams on the learning road gene calling out webmd now it, dude webmd is basically uh, it's another one of those sites full of, you know, quote unquote experts that don't have medical degrees. That is probably, I mean, I have no idea who writes WebMD, to be honest. It's, I can tell you who writes WebMD. It's, it's mostly uh, 21 year old interns. And it says that you can have withdrawal. So not to stop it cold turkey. Uh, that is bullshit too. I think you're looking up something different because the, there is no withdrawal from it valerian Um, root v-a-l-e-r-i-a-n v-a-l-e-r-i-a-n correct Mm -hmm. it slows down the central nervous system anesthesia and other medications the main reason that i would i would recommend it 
to prevent any kind of over heart exertions. Is Don't that, take it before going in for surgery. Well, not if you want to wake up. <laughs> no, definitely not. Do not use it, with Xanax. Uh, no, no, definitely not. I know no. we got some uh, tinctures. I'm glad you're going. Well, now our show has basically turned into a, a commercial that just lists all the negative side effects and things not to do. That's great. Yeah. I mean, you can try it. If it'll, it'll help you relax, I guess. It, it it is a yeah well it it is a a very natural ancient formulaic relaxant and it is a uh again with a few small side effects that are not really a big deal um it has uh positive properties to prevent things like heart attack we are not medical professionals this is not medical advice no we're just talking we're not doing any advising our buddy cal over at lavender blossoms Mm -hmm. sent a bunch of uh the tinctures that uh was some stuff we ordered from my dad because my mom and dad used their his Mm -hmm. cbd salve some really absolutely great stuff yeah lavenderblossoms.org i believe it is did he send some sats for the commercial to them he uh he's donated to various shows in the past i don't remember if he's ever I think he donated back when we were in yeah, the, like uh, no agenda. Yeah. Well, and for my shows, I don't know if he uh-huh. ever does with one of the shows you're on with me, but I mean that I don't think so. Not a lot of people do, no. uh, but he sent some of the tinctures which my dad's never going to use. So my wife took them. There's, there's a bunch that are for things like sleeping and anxiety that have the THC in there, which the wife's never done any of the, uh, the marijuana mm-hmm. or that. So it'll be interesting to see how, uh, Oh, has she right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I know you've tested yeah. it greatly. I've done scientific testing on marijuana, but it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Cause it's like, In I'm a not controlled environment. Like I believe that the quality of the stuff Cal sends is fantastic, but that's not something I would mess with. Right. Only other thing I'd say is, uh, don't, don't take any benzodiazepine. If you take valerian root, it's not, you're not going to be a happy camper. Do not, well, what are the benzos going to do except put you again into a coma? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So again, that's the sleeping, which I think is, uh, I, I think is horrible. Again, not medical advice, <laughs> but my dad has issues sleeping mm-hmm. and. Oh, you should, you should have your dad try Valerian. Well, see his one of his doctors gave him uh and it was originally for he, he was dealing with restless leg after he had an issue a few years you ago can also which, smoke it through a pipe oh nice which uh that's gone away but he's on a i forget which one he exactly cut his leg off is that how it went away but uh the restless leg i don't know why it went away or what yeah. it was caused by but they gave him a benzo for that uh-huh and they told him, well, yeah, you know, if you, know, you, if you just have trouble sleeping, you can take, you know, half or one or whatever mm-hmm. you want. But it's like, would you really want to be taking a benzo just to sleep? I think it's idiotic, but hey, I'm not a doctor. I, I think the easiest way to get some sleep is just not sleep for three days. Is that, I mean, I know the last time we spoke, you had not slept for a day. Did that go on? For- yeah, I, I, no, I actually got a good night's sleep last night, but, um, well, it was all that fake meat salisbury steak yeah, exactly the fake salisbury steak. that's the secret right there i i think that uh i mean sometimes you actually need to sleep but 
generally I've just find that if I can't fall asleep, if I don't sleep, just work your way through a full 48 hours and your, your odds of sleeping very well the following day are really high. Oh, I would agree with that. I mean, the day is probably going to suck for you that second day. Yeah. Yeah. And you're probably going to be tired as fuck by the evening, but yeah, you know, which is my problem. And I know that's exactly what happens. So if I get up one day and like five 30 or six in the morning and can't fall back asleep, I know I'm screwed for a few days. Cause that night it's going to be like mm-hmm. eight 30, nine o'clock on the couch. Like you're done. And yeah. the problem with that is falling asleep. Then at nine o'clock means that the next day you're going to be getting up at like five again, because I'm like, Oh, seven. And you know, for me, it's between usually seven, seven and a half hours. And that's it. I can't, I'm not one of these people that it's like, Hey, I can just take a nap. I can go back to bed. My body's like, well, yeah, no, I'm done. Get up, do something. So once the schedule gets off, that's bad, but I can see. So if, yeah, if you can't fall asleep for one full night, you then have to do everything in your power to stay up late. Yes. That day. Well, not even late, but just stay up. Yeah. Late enough. Yeah. Don't go to bed. At the five. worst thing to do is to like, oh, I'll take a nap at 3 p.m. And then wake up at 10 <laughs> and wake up at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And like, at that point, you've now gotten your sleep and you're awake. Yep. You're ready, man. You're ready to go to Europe because that time uh-huh. change is going to be perfect for you. Yeah. And, and it's funny you you say that, but back when I used to travel a lot more, that's uh, how you got well, rid a of a lot in general. You got on the schedule yeah. early. Yeah. Exactly. That's correct. I would actually go into the schedule of the time zone I was in at least 24 hours prior to that so that I could fully take advantage of my time in that country, whatever it was. So I'm not wasting time trying to catch up on sleep. And everybody's like, why aren't you jet lagged? Yeah. Because, well, you know, because I'm prepared. I'm like a Boy Scout. Bemro says, two old dudes talking about their bedtime. Is grumpy old Ben's this boring? Oh, it's worse. You should listen oh, back definitely to worse. Trumpy old pens every now and then. That show goes so far off the rails. Yeah, this is not about bedtime. This is about drugs, man. Come on, keep up. Yeah. And uh, whether you want to take them or not and how you don't want to mix them because you'll wind up in a coma. Uh-huh. Valsarin root. Uh, Valerian root. Sorry. <laughs> Valsarin. Um, yeah, there's a they got on something called Valsar, Valsartrin or something. One of those, my blood Valsartrin. pressure medication, something that like is, that. That is, yes, absolutely. There's so many different drugs. You, you just can look do at the all that. Yeah, just careful when you're stacking. You got it. Yeah, well, that's it. And my dad, he's like, oh, you know, there was one pill that he was on a blood pressure pill. Yeah. That they told him was a diuretic. Yep. And he's like, well, I'm peeing a lot in the morning. So they changed that. And he's like, well, I'm still peeing a lot in the morning. I'm like, well, what, you know, what do you take in the morning? Cause he takes a bunch of pills because he had open mm-hmm. heart surgery 20 something years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm on, you know, it's the metaprolol. It was yep. Alzapatine or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like three of the six had Sorry, diuretics. Yeah. Had diuretic properties to yeah. it. It's like, well, this makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe uh, for those pills that you only take once a day, maybe split them up throughout the day, or that might just make you pee all day long rather than mm. the morning. I think the well, the pills are not instant effect. They're time release. So you're actually going to pee the whole day long. Well, it depends if they are the uh, extended release. Some of them are the um, metaprolol was where my metaprolol, it's not extended release. So that's why I take it twice a day. 
Why don't you just get the good ones? I don't know. That's what I was prescribed, man. Well, you know, you can tell your doctor to change your script. Can you give me the extended release? Yeah. Exactly. Hey, so far, still working, still here mm. without the uh, without the extra added heartbeats and stuff, which has been nice. Mm. And I'm still not sure if that came down to getting that bad crown pulled out of my mouth. Oh, that's probably it. Or probably had lead in there. It could be. Or just uh, that was right about the same week that I started five, six days a week of the exercise. So it was one of those. It was one of those. Yeah. It was more than likely something that had nothing to do with exercise, though. It's possible. I'm just kidding. It's obviously the exercise. It's possible. You never know. We'll see when and if it comes back, uh, which is why I'm putting off. I know I need to go get that other root canal redo done. Mm hmm. But it was getting dental work done the last time that started mm -hmm. down this, which you read and it's like the the uh, stuff that they injected to your mouth. I can't believe Adam has been working through all of his mouth journey. The dude is Iron Man. He, he's a fucking professional is what he is, because uh, I know there's no way in hell I would be doing anything that involved speech if I was getting major surgery on my jaw. Well, on the jaw and all of the teeth coming out and new ones going yeah. in and being, yeah, all that in and out. I mean, over stuff. on grumpy old Ben's when Bemrose had one tooth done, you could hear it mm -hmm. in his voice for weeks mm -hmm. that things were different. Curry. I don't know how he does it because it's like, no. oh, here's a whole new mouthful of teeth. And he's like, yep, I can still yeah. talk like me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, there's a little bit of a difference you can hear, but not drastic. And once you get used to the new teeth, everything's good. And really, um, once you have, sure. once you have all, um, not your real teeth. Mm. I mean, then your whole dental upkeep is so easy. You don't have to worry about cavities. You mean, right. Right. So it's like, you know, you just brush quick, get a little mouthwash. Boom. You're done. I've always wondered why we don't have, uh, teeth that are diamonds. Whether or not, well, because you'd bite your tongue right off if you accidentally bit your tongue. Well, they don't have to be sharp diamonds. You mean something that just never wears out? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be diamonds. It's just I'm using diamonds because when I thought of this as a kid, that seemed like the most hard substance because it, it always, to me, seemed stupid that we have body parts that get, you know, worn out. As a poor child on the streets of Moscow, you were thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a mouthful of diamonds? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching this rap video and I kept thinking, <laughs> man, I should have a mouthful of diamonds. But I mean, the reality is, yeah, I mean, the technology's there. Why don't we just, uh, that's, yeah. that's moving towards the cyborg realm. Why don't we just start have replacing you, have all of our seen what teeth look like close up? Yeah. That's not something you want to actually put a lot of time into uh contemplating because a lot of the stuff that happens in the human body is not pleasant uh what okay so you're not really answering my question have you seen what teeth look like close up i've seen like individual slides that show how porous and uh yeah so teeth are effectively if you look at them through a a high-powered microscope probably an electron microscope what they look like is a 
sculpture that was made by squeezing caulk out of a tube around itself over and over and over. It's, it's a huge multitude of strands and these strands are calcium. Um, you know, with, there's some other crap in there. I'm sure there's phosphorus and other crap in there too, but, but it, essentially it's caulk. It's like making a tooth shaped, uh, statue by taking a caulker and just going around and around and around and around and it, you know, sticks to itself and then it dries eventually. That's what teeth look like under a microscope. They're not these like solid flat surfaces that we kind of feel with our tongues or even curved surfaces as, as it might be. Uh, they are really not just porous, but they're literally made of really thin strands of pooped out calcium. Well, that, yeah, what you're describing basically is what a 3D printer would do. Yeah. Yeah. Except the 3D printer would do it not all at once. It would do it layer at a time. But the way that the teeth are made, it's it, it seems like it's just it's like caulking really is the best way I can try and describe it. Um, have you seen eyeballs close up? <laughs> no. Okay. You should Google eyeball, uh, or Iris, uh, high resolution. Um, I can tell you know, you those, those beautiful colors that you see, uh-huh. <laughs> they ain't so beautiful up close because what that structure actually is, that looks like a pattern on your eye. That's really cool looking. Um, when you zoom in a lot, what it actually looks like is a whole bunch of rubber bands stretched on a circle on a hoop. And, uh, and those rubber bands are not close enough to each other to completely block out things like there's gaps and holes between them. And they're fairly random. They're not even standardized gaps and holes. And that's exactly what your eye is. It is basically a bunch of rubber bands that are stretched out. And this is how your iris is able to get bigger and smaller, right? You can, if it's bright out, it'll shrink down to a very small size hole, a small diameter. And if it's dark, then it'll open way up. So these are biological uh, irises. And the way it works is just some muscle tension in in your eye that stretches these flexible tubes, these uh, rubber bands apart to open up the um virus or to constrict virus it does the opposite so other muscles pull and tighten that the gaps between them but it does not look attractive one bit it looks kind of disgusting in fact oh i'm sure i am sure most was, of the body looks pretty disgusting under a microscope and that's why when uh when healing i was on eye drops to keep that iris wide open for weeks and weeks at a time oh so it wouldn't stretch and hurt i guess i mean i never really asked why but that was part of the deal was the eye drops Mm -hmm. one of them was a you know dilated thing so that eyeball wouldn't they just simply put a patch on your eye to keep you from having your eye open i don't think that would really keep the iris i think it was more probably from keeping it from moving trying to keep it in one position would be Mm -hmm. my guess i never really asked why and I never really wanted to consider too much uh, the 
devices that they have to use because in the in the right eye which we're going to be getting some shots in it i mm-hmm. hear sometime in the not too distant future uh but they put in a scleral what do they call it a buckle mm-hmm. yep which is basically a little o-ring that they put into your yeah, eye exactly and then sew it to the back of your eye which when you think about that i mean i know people my buddy uh in california has ms and there's some horrible things with ms but he did not want to hear stories about how <laughs> they were doing uh sticking things into your eye and sewing things mm-hmm. to the retina and uh and how the uh, the surgeon needed to order some special tools because my eye was bigger than most, so we needed one that actually was a little bit longer to be able Look to. Look at you bragging. Uh-huh. I got some big eyes, baby. You got to uh-huh. better believe uh-huh. it. You know what they say about dudes with big shoes? Yep. I got size 15, baby. They got big eyes. Right there. Yeah. You can measure <laughs> that right out. It's a scientific fact. <laughs> Yeah, it is scientific. It's, this is a, this, this is a show about science. We started out talking about OnlyFans girls who have never had sex. We, we, right. we, we totally glossed over the possibility that the OnlyFans girl may be lying because the virgin thing is a fetish for a lot of guys. Like, oh, I might, I might be able to plant my flag first. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure she's not. You look her. You see, just by looking, you can tell. I can. Jeans like I could tell. So yeah, if you want to know, I have this special skill, right? If you want to know that the uh, woman you're about to start dating is chased or a total skank, just ask Gene. Uh-huh. Send a picture to Gene; he'll let you know. Uh-huh. It's a pretty good service if you can offer it. Now, can you can you train an AI to tell the difference? Oh, absolutely. That would be the perfect thing. You could be like, just take somebody's picture, you put it into the AI, and it tells you their personality without even worrying about uh, it. You could do it. more than that. You could tell if they're pregnant or not. Well, uh, well, there are certain telltale signs of that. From their face. Oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I mean, I thought our buddy CSB could have created an AI program that would have made him a million bucks, but he didn't want to do it. I said, if uh. you can come up with something, knowing the world of sports cards a little bit and knowing that the grading of sports cards is a big thing and it costs a lot of money to grade them. Mm. And if you're going to get it graded and it's going to be a shitty grade, which a shitty grade is like anything seven or below, it's not Mm. worth grading most cards because the money exists. If something's graded like a nine or a 10, mainly a 10, but a nine will give you a boost. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you could come up with an AI that all you have to do is take a photo of the card or scan it in a regular, you know, $100 Canon scanner, Mm -hmm. and it was accurate telling you what that card would grade when sent in to one of these organizations, people would pay a lot of money for that because it would save them a lot of money. Okay. And, And it's a pretty simple thing. I mean, I know it's a little different because a person that is handling it in person can do things like change the angle that he's looking at it because really all they're looking at with the cards would be scuffs, scuffs correct the corners and how sharp the corners are mm-hmm. how sharp the sides are and the color so i mean that's mm-hmm. literally it there's like four main things which i can see a uh, an ai as long as it could get the right image 
and it may not be that hard even to do something that can um, look at it. You know, maybe if you're using your cell phone, you have to take the picture from three different angles. You can see light reflecting or something. So, sure. you know, for sure. You know, if there are any scuffs, I'm like, but that would be a lot of money in that. Well, if you're using technology, you ought to be able to get take photos with infrared and ultraviolet and right. stuff and really see imperfections. Yes, which is the most maddening thing. And maybe they do. I really should look into what technology these main companies are using mm-hmm. because we sent in. I had sold one of the tickets for the uh, Michael Jordan's first spring training game with the White Sox. I sold one of those. It was my dad's ticket. I mean, well, we had four. So my dad had one. My mom had one. I had one and my wife had one back from whatever year Michael Jordan played cares, baseball. But, mm-hmm. And we sold one for a grand on eBay and then sent the other ones in to get graded. And one of them looked slightly better because it, it was probably the one on top and it didn't have any problems at all with weird little scuffy things looking like tickets might, you know, if they had been sitting together you know, a little mm-hmm. delamination. And when they came back, one was a six, one was an eight, one was a 10. Wow. And from the look, it's like, uh, you know, the one that was a 10 definitely looked a little better, but the six and eight looked the same to me. Hmm. So the drop down is sometimes very confusing on, uh, on what it would be. But yeah, I need to, I need to look at what I need to do to, to get that 10 sold. Cause Michael Jordan fans are nuts. And of course, this is the only ticket for that game graded a 10 by PSA. So if somebody's got like, you know, a hundred thou and they want this ticket, you'd let me know. And those are some very interesting insanity. This country is going down the toilet. If people are spending money on tickets that are old. Yeah. The older, the better, man. I mean, if you could only get a ticket for that original Titanic voyage, Gene, imagine what you could get for that. Yeah. Well, I threw mine away already. I believe it. This will be the whole new thing of moms throwing away baseball cards is now going to turn into you threw away that ticket. What? Yeah. Oh, well, the tooth thing's even weirder. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what your teeth are. Well, no wonder they fall apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. Doesn't I'm telling look- you, this is why I, I've been saying for, for hundreds of years at this point that yeah. AI is the future of humanity. So the future of humanity is in the hands of people like comic strip blogger. Who's an AI professional. He has an AI company. Yeah. Uh, does he? I don't know. It's a startup. Well, I, I don't I wanna, know what it's well, doing. He, he won't talk about his product though. I, until he talks about it, I don't want to. It's probably it really good. It could be your, know, it dude. could be your perfect. It could be your only fans girl. It could be a, that could all be CSB's AI. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Sure. It doesn't really matter that the person that you're giving money to to see naked is not real does that really matter if the end product looks real that's the other question it does not which means somebody's going to be very rich once they can figure that one out or they probably oh, there's have already already. tons of uh of computer generated girls on um on the uh, only fans yeah uh, like they're not you know they're not pretending to not be they're they're genuinely computer it's you know high tech but check out code miko too after the recording i sent you a link to that uh just to get a sense of what i'm talking about sending Um, me down the rabbit hole it is a bit of a rabbit hole but 
but you see, so I, I stuck, uh, I don't, I don't know if you're fancy enough to be able to include art inside of podcasts. So if you have that technology available to you or not, but I gave, uh, Darren photos of the rubber band eye as well as what tooth enamel actually looks like. I mean, I could throw the links in the show notes, but since we don't do chapters, we don't have anywhere to put artwork. Yeah. And I also didn't send you links. I sent you photos. I mean, if you want to start doing chapters, you're more than welcome to do chapters no, for the show. Stop doing chapters on my own show. Why would I do them for our show? Because nobody wants chapters. Chapters take way too long to do. I mean, ideally, yes, every podcast should have chapters. I, I agree with the theoretical, but as a podcast creator, I will say that it's a lot of more work. It's literally doubling the amount of work you have to do to do chapters. Now, if you're doing a lot of notes when you're recording a podcast, let's say somebody does a tech news podcast or something where all they do is read stories. Somebody else wrote that's really easy to turn into chapters. Then well, you already also, have the link. You already have all that stuff ready. Also CSB, you could be a millionaire right there, buddy. You have your AI. You take genes audio from the podcast. You turn that into text and then you use AI to go, Hey, what are the different sections of this? And then you know what each section is and then use AI to craft a witty little title for each of the chapters and put it all together without us having to touch anything. So Otter AI will do that right now, right? It'll do the chapters and figure out yeah. when you yeah. switch topics, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to see how many topics we cover. in a show. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I don't think I'm going to keep paying for it. It's gotten they're like, they keep removing features. Why? Wait, why? Cause they're adding more higher level price points. Oh, so they're like what you had been they're, able to they do. They went from the pro plan to now like the corporate plan, the pro plan. And it's like, and they didn't dude, grandfather you in. See, that's bullshit. They did. They did for a year, but that year is now over. And you're like, uh, that's not fair. I was here yeah, early. I was giving you money. When, when they were, when they first came out, they were one of the first AI transcription companies out there. So like there was very little competition. And previous to that, believe it or not, I was paying for human transcription services. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a buck a minute. Wait, you couldn't find somebody on Fiverr that do that cheaper. Well, it's a professional service. So for a buck a minute, we could get transcript. This is back like maybe five, six years ago. And then Otter came out maybe four years ago and they were one of the first, uh, super cheap in that space. They were under like 50 bucks a month. Yeah. I'm looking at this here now. I mean, it was, and the thing is for just pure transcription, the fact that that's included in the Adobe thing, makes these transcription services nuts for Mm -hmm. what they're charging for Mm -hmm. just that. Now the whole, we could take your thing and figure out where the chapter should be. Adobe does not have that. So that would be something that people would pay for. But as far as the transcription services, I have to say the Adobe, especially if you use Photoshop and premiere Mm. or audition, any of that, if you use the Adobe stuff, it's dumb not to use them for the transcriptions because I've noticed also they've gotten a lot quicker with the latest editions as well, mm-hmm. where it doesn't seem to take, you know, an hour to figure out the, the transcript for the show. Yeah. 
damn otter come on all these people want to make money on this ai stuff i don't there's get it. a lot of new ai programs coming out a lot of them that i've talked to the uh the companies because i i did a like for a work thing i did a, a big uh uh project on ai that i cataloged and categorized a bunch of these new ai ai things and um uh, I reached out to probably 15 or 20 companies. And what I found is they were all like one or two person companies, like not just startups, but like one man startups or two man startups. It's like a guy who's like, I have an idea. It's, it's usually a guy that is either just finished his master's or is working on his PhD. Makes sense. And so they're just taking what they've spent the last couple of years working on at school and listening to their friends advice and say, Oh, you ought to go make money with this. And then uh, creating a, a business out of it. This is also why most of these AI products have complete horseshit for user interface. Oh, yeah, they're, they're not exactly UX, UI is horrible yeah i was just looking at mid journey and it's like oh log into discord and i'm like really this is you haven't been able to get this wait are you allowed to have a discord account I thought, or, or have they not allowed you on i've never had a problem with discord i've had one for okay. years i never use it because hmm. you know you need a legitimate phone number to use discord well i have never i don't believe uh, attached one you to get grandfathered in oh, probably lucky. it may be attached to a google voice number yeah, they're cutting. They're cutting down on that, man. I believe it. Voice for that stuff. Hey, but I got one for a Mark Von Dyke show, The Great Void Zero. That was the reason yeah. why I had a a uh, Discord way back. Yeah, and I still have it. And oh, it still he goes. used Discord for a show. That's funny. Yeah, but yeah. back in the day, the audio from Discord was just about as good as uh, as anything else, and you could bring in more it's people. Pretty good. I will tell you that I think the audio in Zoom is the best of anything right now interesting well i mean they're getting paid so that would make sense well not only that but it's musician mode so it's uncompressed low latency audio which more of these things are that is well especially when you got the big fat pipes you got the big, big fat band exactly that's that's the huge advantage is you got the big fat pipes and uh yeah you and they've made it very easy to turn off all the shit that people actually do want on for using crappy laptop microphones and meetings because they put that was like their first big thing is how do we make shitty audio sound better right adding the and then um, people kept saying don't mess with my audio i have good audio right so then they added the how do we turn off all the shit that makes bad audio sound better for the people and uh, like when you turn on musician mode and it's using full uncompressed audio like the recording quality is incredible Hey, I mean, we could get every little last inch of nuance out of you. And it's voice. recording in the cloud, which is the, the best part. As far you, as love, you love recording in the cloud. I do. But I mean, speaking of making money on this show, we, we already thanked the net net for his boostagram that came in a little earlier. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Otherwise, our buddy comic strip blogger sent in too. He's getting mad at you again. Oh, he sent in 8,015 sats. This was the one before the show that says, please visit www.csb.lol for witty and insightful cartoons yo i mean witty yeah, and insightful. Got pretty good cartoons on there i've been there but now uh, he just came in during the show with 3333 he's like did gene just say he doesn't have any respect for me then i have to stop donating to unrelenting <laughs> fortunately <laughs> well here's Too the problem funny. csb gene does not respect anybody yeah that's literally what i said is i 
with no disrespect, first of all, I said not with no respect, I said with no disrespect, that's the opposite. And then you said, yeah, because you don't respect anybody. And I agreed. I was <laughs> like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Gene has no respect or disrespect for anyone. Yeah. No, I only respect work. I don't respect people. So there you are. But that is our, uh, that's our massive list of uh, donors. Yeah. Aren't you glad that a year and a half ago, I, I announced that people should stop sending money in? That's like, a, that's like four bucks we made today, man. It's, it's almost like people actually listen to what I said. Well, they're listening across a lot of different shows and uh, it's the, it's the economy stupid as, as uh-huh. we heard from uh, Carvel, James Carvel. It's the economy. Yeah. No question about it. Things are down everywhere. So what, what happened to our Australian friend? <laughs> Wait, because he came in with 200 and like What's $7. The deal, man? The Where's the next show? 200? <laughs> like, come on. We no, I expect this. Remember, weekly. we were getting worried that we might have to uh, have our, our thousand dollar dinner after all. Yeah. Well, we got to bring him out to Chicago and mm-hmm. that's the, uh, yeah. Go, go but, to you know, it sounds like he's decided not to hit the thousand dollar mark. You got to, uh, you got to keep getting on up there. Got to get on yep. up there. It's like, that wasn't something we would uh, recommend on a weekly basis, unless you really were trying to yeah, get the thousand dollar mark during the, uh, during Look, the, I don't think Chicago people ought to summer. be sending money in at all, unless you're going to send in a hundred bucks a week. That's the only way. I mean, if you can't afford the hundred dollars a week, you shouldn't do anything. Probably not. Yeah. Honestly, that, that would be the smarter thing. No question about it. No question about it. No question about it. No question about it. I agree. Okay. That's my new, uh, Bemrose keeps pointing out. It's like the Adam and John saying a hundred percent. You're saying no question about it. Yes. That's not really a thing. It, I mean, I say it. It's kind of meaningless. Right. No question about it. It's a performative. It is. And this show is a performative. And it, it is meaningless. It means that there is no question about it. The only time you would ever say that is if there's a question about it. Oh, is, do you think there is a question? About, okay, okay. There's always a question. Otherwise, it would not lead you to say anything whatsoever about it. I'll change it to there is definitely a question about it. That would at least be somewhat unique. It would make sense. Yeah. CSB says 3333 sats. Okay. Kura. Fine. So he takes your <laughs> explanation uh-huh. and everybody is happy. And we need to get into at the, you know, a dollar per message. We need to get into a lot more arguments with people. And that would be the way we, uh, we can make money. We could do like a whole back and forth throughout the show. Like just send in your comments. If it's at least 3333 Satoshi's no, actually we probably need more like 33,333 uh-huh. that and above will read your message no matter what. And we could just go all show long. Um, sure. That way you could do a nice Q and a, I've, I've seen shows like that. You can ask Gene a question unless there's no question you have for him. Um, there's no question about that. <laughs> exactly. I'm Clearly. going to the inauguration. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm douches with 3333. I wonder if I can make CSB upset. So he sends me money. No, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I'm douches. Oh, that's too funny. It's that a very specialized funny. thing we have going here. Yeah. 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 
I like CSB. He brings a unique perspective to things. I'm kind of sad. Unique, that, right? that, I mean, I we were telling him for a long time, get rid of Gwiff, spend 25 bucks a month on an AI voice generator. That's true. And most people Again, no disrespect to Gwiff. It's just like if he was just a voice reader of a script, that's what I thought he was doing. Right. I that, thought that's what he was hired for. I don't know if he was being paid. To be I don't fair. think he was being paid necessarily, but uh, which I would go but, off the rails too if I wasn't being paid. But honestly, like, you know, I brought this up months ago is that you listen to the show and it, it just, it's basically a bunch of Gwiff opinions about things, some of which is AI, a lot of it not AI. Uh, and he doesn't have an American accent to boot. To boot. Uh, well, here's the beautiful to, thing, Gene. If you're paying for the service mm-hmm. you can release one with an english accent one with an american accent you can do whatever you want absolutely yeah the ai voices kick ass these days i think humans are pretty much obsolete well they should be for reading a script mm-hmm. and for people that were making their money on things like audiobooks i would be yeah. very worried because the inflections uh, now, I mean, I, mean, I understand yeah. for ones that are a they're, little they're more of a performance. Much better. They're not, they're still not at a hundred percent, but they're getting there. They're getting there for sure. They're a lot uh, closer. And if you have the yeah. ability then to yeah. go in and hire somebody to go back and listen and then edit it's like you would. much cheaper. Yes. That way. And faster. It takes it's a long time. editing involved. Yeah. 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 But there's, there's editing know, still involved. I mean, I think, you know that the AI is not going to mess up the words where a human might. So you have to go back and you're kind of proof listening where the mm-hmm. AI is never going to say a different word accidentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blitz wants to know if we can get a fake Ozzy Osbourne reading the book. Now that would be interesting. That's not a voice. That's a, that's like a musical instrument. Jared, what are you yeah, doing, that's, Jared? It, it, that's yeah. I am a man. I can't believe he's still alive. I, Shane McGowan, too. Yeah. Some yeah, of these guys have uh, it, abused they themselves. They have no business being alive. Uh-huh. They've abused themselves to a point, and we're the yeah. assholes going, hey, Gene, let's take these 14,000 different supplements. Let's research. Let's get healthy. <laughs> and we're going to drop dead long before these guys. Oh, Keith Richards, God, yeah. Gene, You know, it's like, come on. Yeah. We're doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just I don't mind that. Like I I think that mortality is actually kind of a good thing. Well, it gets rid of the people you don't like. It gets rid of everybody, <laughs> right? Eventually, is, everybody's going. Well. Mm-hmm. I just want to know why all of a sudden, and I think we mentioned this on the last show. Why taurine is in all of these news stories on like the Wall Street Journal and Forbes, and like it's a magical thing. I mean, is it just? Because somebody mm-hmm. put out one study on mice and worms and they thought this was the greatest thing ever. Has nobody ever looked into taurine before? It's uh, it's like, it's just weird to me when something like that gets pushed. And I think maybe you said last week, and it's probably true, I wouldn't have noticed if I hadn't just started taking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like all of a sudden it's like, damn, it seems like this is a big thing. But I will say I do feel healthier, and I will say that uh, that taurine and caffeine is probably the other thing. Why it's great to do the exercising between nine thirty and ten thirty before I'm taking the pills that will keep the heart from beating too fast is that I take 
the taurine when I get up. I have a cup of coffee. So I got the taurine and caffeine and boom, it feels like you could just ride forever. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not really an advocate of that. I think that is a drug addiction. A drug addiction. Yeah, like it, you should not need either caffeine or taurine to feel awake. No, I, not I, to I feel would awake. Use, no, I, I would I, use those. It makes my performance definitely riding the bike. It, it, it may should. just be that I've done yeah. it long enough now that I've just built up the uh, the endurance, but it seems yeah to be helpful. It may be helpful, but again, I I think those are like wide awake midday drugs. I've never been a fan of either for myself or other people drinking coffee in the morning to quote unquote wake up. That's that's not a good thing. No, I don't really drink it to wake up. I wake when I wake up. I I do not feel tired when I wake up. It's mm-hmm. just that coffee seems to make sense. After you gotta wake up. Just do some coke. <laughs> You're talking about drug addictions here. An unrelenting. No, no, Again, no. this is not, not, not medical an addictive, advice. Not in an addictive fashion. I'm right. thinking more in, as part of a soft drink. Gene's like, just have a little Coke in the morning. It'll get yourself wide awake. So wide I was awake. looking at my watch, and last night I had um, 49 minutes of deep sleep, three hours and 25 minutes of light sleep, two hours and 15 minutes of REM sleep, and an hour and 13 minutes of being awake. Well, that last part's no good. Um, well, I mean, you know, sometimes you wake up in the middle of sleeping. I mean, otherwise you could be dead. Well, potentially, I mean, if you're not plugged into one of those machines that breathes for you, let's see. So for, uh, last night, my different stages here, why won't, yeah, show me your stages. I'm wondering why this won't like scroll up. Apple, I swear, every time they make a change with something, mm-hmm. it's garbage. I've got the different stages would be uh, awake for 13 minutes. Okay, that's pretty good. REM, two hours and 16. Yeah, that's pretty close. Well, I had core, four hours and 48. Yeah. Deep sleep, 47 minutes. It's actually very similar to mine, dude. Did you just read off mine? No, that was mine. And the 13 minutes awake, which was a lot less than yours because you were awake more. I was awake for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That was getting up at like uh, three o'clock to pee. That was that. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was the joy. But otherwise, yeah, pretty good. I mean, pretty um, good. Yeah, it was. Oh, what was mine? Here, let me look at mine real quick again. So I had 49 minutes of deep sleep. You had how much? No, I have to go back now, man. I was looking at, I was, now I'm looking at my averages, which are for like the last Uh week. The average would be average awake 45 minutes. That was a little longer. Yeah. Average REM two hours and four minutes. I got two hours, 15. Average core four hours and 53. I got 325. Average deep 53. 49. See, so close. Yeah. It's almost like we're a couple of old white men. Uh Uh-huh. Omega projects like my REM sleep two hours and, uh, 18 minutes oh so interesting well, that's that's pretty close as well there you go yeah Old so i'd guys. say if there's a deviation from the numbers you just heard go talk to your doctor right this is something where uh which is clearly thing. we've just uh we, we have a sample of three uh-huh which now means it's categorical and these watches are pretty good at something has changed you i, I don't know why but you may want to look into that yeah yeah, absolutely. The watches are pretty good, but I, I think my uh, 
my bed sensors much better. And well, it, that of course. provides much more accurate results. And don't come knocking if the bed is rocking. That's right. Because that actually listens to my breathing. Which we yeah, we were trying to figure out before how the Apple Watch, because they do breathing, but it's like, well, is it is it audio? How is mm-hmm. it, you know, determining? Yeah, because your- there's a microphone on your Apple Watch that sends everything all day long back to Apple, which is why the battery life sucks. So you're using a microphone and the Wi-Fi nonstop continuously. So hey, my battery's at fifty-six percent right now. <laughs> But I charged it yesterday at like three in the afternoon. So uh-huh. I mean, there's that. Okay. There uh, is that. That's pretty crap. But yeah. Mine's your, 18 days. That's, that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. What is your thought on the current crypto, especially Bitcoin bull run, man? I mean, it's up, it's up big time. Like last week, CSB sent the same amount of crypto and it was mm-hmm. like $2 today. It was like $2 and 44 cents. I mean, it was up a, a nice it's not up that clip. much it's it's up uh from twenty eight thousand to 30 almost thirty one thousand. now is it time for me to uh for me to dump my satoshi should i be dumping that into fiat now do we we thinking the run's gonna keep going maybe i don't know thanks thanks a lot know, thanks for the do, advice I, you know me with this whole bitcoin thing as i'm a, just the long-term hold well no, you're also the guy sell. that is, when you were buying it it was crashing and then yes. when you stopped, it went up. So I'm, I guess what yes. I really want to know is, are you buying again? So should I sell? <laughs> no, I'm not buying. <laughs> so it's it might keep, going, keep going, up. going up. Yeah. yeah. It may keep going up. Yeah. Cause I was buying for like 50. I am. Uh, let's so, see. Here. Perfect. I'm, I'm, I've got 2.8 million Satoshi. So, I mean, I need a little more. Wow. That's pretty, pretty wild. That's a lot of sets. It's about uh, 900 worth. And it's sitting in my uh, get LB wallet, which I feel very creepy about at this point. Cause that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, in my podcast thing, I got 1,600,000. Woo. Send it over to me. That way I'll cash out and I need to download my PayPal. Over things. To you. You're the one that I'd be sending shit to me. I know. I was just gonna say, I got to download the PayPal things and figure <laughs> out what, I mean, Although it's only Dale, so really that's the only donations I need to look for to be like, mm-hmm. what do I owe Gene? Because everything else is. Uh, Let me see how many channels I have active right now. I've only got three channels that are active, and they always keep changing because I never set up my own. I always wait for other people to connect to me. They're like, let's connect to Sir Gene. They want to make uh, that Sir Gene connection. Yeah, I think it's. I think the the Ellen host is literally Sir Gene One. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to newpodcastapps.com, download one of those apps, and learn about Satoshis and streaming sats mm-hmm. and keeping your Liberty favorite Bull podcast going. Why are they offline? Which one's offline? Liberty Bull. I don't know. What is Liberty Bull? It's a channel. They've been around forever. Maybe not anymore. Uh, did well, you see I've that? Got... Did you see that our big went down? No. Like that was surprising. Hmm. they left there's a note on their site so i wonder what happened here really yeah this is a pirate site that's been around yeah well over a decade right i mean they've been around forever it seems i think over a decade they have a note hello guys we would like to inform you that we have decided to shut down our site the past two years have been very difficult for us some of the people in our team died due to covid complications others still suffer the side effects of it 
not being able to work at all. Some are fighting the war in Europe on both sides. Mm -hmm. Also, the power price increase in data centers in Europe hit us pretty hard. I think that was the main thing. Oh, well, there you go. That's what they should have led with. Uh Yeah, of course. Europe has no power, and therefore, anything relating to electricity is quadrupling in price. Yes. Inflation makes our daily expenses impossible to bear. We can no longer run this site without massive expenses, Mm -hmm. and we can no longer cover it out of pocket. Mm-hmm. After a unanimous vote, we have decided we can no longer do it. We are sorry, smile or uh, pouting emoji. Should Bye. I cash out Liberty Bowl or just wait for them to go back online? Man, cash them out. Cash out that Liberty Bowl. Hmm. I've cash got out that bowl. Forty thousand stats on there. It's a lot of stats, baby. Cash them out. Send them over to me. See if they work. They're definitely not going to do that. Island Big is still up and running, and Orange Spatula is up and running. <laughs> orange, you know, you know what? If I'm going to trust anybody with my money, it's definitely Orange Spatula. Oh yeah, Orange Spatula's got a lot of it. Yeah, they are the leader in mm-hmm. Orange Spatula goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, trust them more than Liberty Bowl. <laughs> Obviously, Liberty Bowl's not even around right now. No, they're offline. What the hell? If you want to learn a lot more about streaming Satoshis, if you're listening Don't live, just stick them. around on the stream. You know, I was, I'm getting, I'm getting sats coming in right now. What the hell? Wow. On purpose. I don't know. Somebody Apparently, accidentally sending you them. Well, I, I don't yeah. use all this fancy new software, so I can't see any messages or anything. Nobody wants to send you a message. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's usually like 19 sats a minute is what I'm getting coming in. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty crappy. Right now, it's uh, 1,600 sets a minute. It's not going to buy you any fake I Salisbury mean, 19 steak. sats is what? Like less than a penny, right? Well, 1,633 is 50 cents right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, um, you know. Boost those toots. It's a thing. Hit the thing. Do the thing. Do, do the thing and the deal. Make us squeal. Do the deal. Well, make Darren squeal, I guess. I'm not up for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeehaw. Get ourselves some Satoshi goodness. Uh, what else going on? You know the thing. What thing's going on? Nothing. What else could be going on? We got the submarine talk we did. We did the uh, OnlyFans talk. What else we got? There's always more OnlyFans talk. Are th- is there really? Does that even, yeah, is it real? Is it not? Mm. Is AI going to ruin it? Who's going to take all your AI photos? I feel like I should order some groceries or something. Will Adobe respond to me and how long will it take? That'll be the question. Well, if you haven't gotten a response, you're probably not getting one. Well, it's only been a couple of hours. I did it literally right before the show. But as of yet, they're not quick with. Yeah. They're, you know, although to be fair, the people in there, whoever's handling the support is like, oh, nobody told us this because it's not on their website anywhere. It doesn't mention it. Right. And to me, this was the most interesting thing about that, because I think people should be well aware of even if you're just taking family photos. I can't wait to hear the story of, you know, I was uh, I was just taking the dog out of the background in our mm-hmm. family photo and you know the fbi came for my dad because he's a murderer right. from 20 years ago and they 
facially matched him from my photograph Whoa. that was uploaded. That's already been happening. I wouldn't worry about that. If oh, I know it's been happening up, on like Facebook won't. and stuff, but this would be like, well, I did. This was private. Uh, you know, I, I get Asian or Middle Eastern. Uh, are you ordering food or a prostitute? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ordering food. <laughs> Along God, <laughs> only you would think in terms of race of prostitute as an order criteria. Oh, my God. I was getting Charlie Sheen flashbacks for a minute there. I mean, maybe you could be ordering both at the same time. No, I'm ordering drugs. Come on. Can you order an Asian food with an Asian prostitute? I don't know. It's yeah. Texas. You probably can. Sure you can. You can get anything in Texas. You can get pretty much anything. And we had some of the worst pizza we ever no, the had. Question the question is, day. are you going to have a get one, buy one, get one free? Oh, again, food or oh. that's way to be fair. A prostitute buy one get one free would be way more useful uh-huh. because the food i mean you're gonna put on a little weight it's gonna be way too much yeah so you'd rather have two unsatisfied women than one yeah. oh yeah i mean the more uh-huh. the better really <laughs> that, that works <laughs> yes exactly <sighs> I, gene when you're paying you're not really worried about their satisfaction uh that's true that is very much true but you, you're still going to get their unsatisfaction true um true i can buy a bowl of oatmeal for 11 dollars here okay or um, a vegan veggie bowl salad for 14 a bowl of oatmeal i want it better at least be irish oats it better be steel cut or you can get a smoothie for $13. This is Austin where you're talking about. Oh, my God. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So what they what they really they're doing, they're going and getting one of the generic oatmeal packets and uh, they're putting that in some water and they're like, here you go, boss. Um, well, let me look on the description. Gluten free, organic oats, chia seed, flax, hemp, monk fruit, oat milk, coconut cream maple cinnamon and topped with homemade organic granola uh-huh so it's about 3.4 ounces right like the amount of ice cream oh my god you can't you would need like four of those to be full i mean to even well, not I don't, be i don't hungry. think they expect you to be full from eating one of these it's it's basically the container the little bowl thing is about the size of a spoon so you don't need a spoon that's the beauty of it no well i pretty sure you still need a spoon it looks too thick to just drink in our local grocery store meyer screw them for whatever it is in the brave browser that they don't want their website to act nicely so then i have to go open it up in a in a different browser Mm -hmm. or their whole site may be down right now so okay there may be that i see Mm -hmm. a big spinning circle that's always a uh, a bad sign. sign no not a good hmm. sign, but uh, whatever you want for lunch, man, we had bad pizza the other day and I didn't oh, want to go to the place because cool. it used to be out here. And I'm like, the place sucks. It's called wooden paddle. And they're, uh, you know, allegedly the mm. uh, wood stone oven. And it's like, how do you fuck up pizza? If you have a wood stone oven, that's what mm. I want to know. Mm. But it was horrible. We had pizza margarita and one, there were no tomatoes they had a really bad tomato sauce and it's like well oh okay. you're not supposed to have tomato sauce and mercury thank you i'm like fuck this shit yeah 
and they had a couple little blobs of cheese. I'm like, and I don't see any basil at all. They're probably like, oh, it was in the was in the bad sauce we put on <laughs> in the sauce. Yeah, oh my These God. are like little individual pizzas, like oh my 16 God. bucks I can a piece. Get a large uh, cheese pizza for 10 bucks. See, there you go. It would be better and than this buy crap one, that get we one had. Free. It's buy one, get one free. And then here was the best part of this. You know, I ordered iced tea or iced tea machines down, but we'll brew you if you want some black or green tea and then cool it down. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cause that's uh-huh. basically what you do at home anyway. But then mm. when we were paying, put down cash. Oh, oh we're cashless. Mm. My wife pulled out the credit card. I was very close to being like, well, that's what I've got. I've got cash. I don't see anywhere in your fucking restaurant that says you don't take cash. Mm. I mean, if you want me to pay for this fucking meal, take the fucking cash, or you can just tell me to go upon my way. Oh, I'm sure they would love to do that. Uh huh. Um, this is really cheap for pizza. Why is it so cheap? It might be gluten free. Let me check. You might be right. Bemro says he's walked out of places that sprung were cashless on you, but did you do it after you've eaten the food? Because I was tempted. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I tried to pay. You either you take can get ca- a Dasani uh, bottled water for four dollars. Oh my god! What is it? The sixteen point nine ounce at least, or is it like a eight ounce? Uh, it is a one liter. Okay, so it's a larger bottle. That's okay. Yeah. That's perfect yeah. for Austin. That's a bargain. That is a bargain. Legal tender, mofo. You're right, Blitz. I don't understand how we got to the point to where a pizza place is like. Nope, don't want your cash. I'm I'm right with those guys. Screw your dirty money. Screw your dirty money. Yeah. It also means your tip is coming down. That's the other interesting thing is when they give you the tip breakdown and you can check the little Would you boxes. Like to do 20, 25, or 30%. Uh-huh. And at least though these places did less as well. But I can oh. tell you that th- those get less than if I were to have left the cash myself. Always. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, a sushi place I went to a couple of weeks ago, and uh, after sushi, I I went to get a um, a boba tea, and <clears throat> the boba tea place was in. It was like one of these little kiosks inside of a grocery store, and so I go in there, waiting for a little while for the chick behind the counter to even notice that there's a customer. Then finally she comes over and what can I get you? Tell her the boba that I want. And then she gives me the total, which is like 10 bucks. And then she says, and would you like to leave a tip? Now, mind you, this is the girl that's standing behind the counter that just took my order. There's zero service that she's providing for which she's not getting paid. But she's interacting Uh, with you. Yes, yes. She she is the order taker chick who is going to step two feet to the right to pour the boba tea, two feet back to the left to hand it to me. And not that it matters, would she make money on OnlyFans? I mean, probably. But usually um, that will that would raise the tip I, a little. You know, it's bad enough when they 
give you the iPad that has how much of a tip would you like to leave? Oh, I hate it? that. I hate that when the waiter or waitress is standing right there with the right, iPad right. watching but, which button you're going to push. But this is next level when the non-waiter, non-waitress, the chick who's working at a, uh, you know, a, a boba tea place is saying, would you like to leave a tip? No, I don't want to leave a tip. And if I would have left one, I definitely won't now that I've been asked. Ooh, I see. It's like the double. It's like the Itchy Ruchi Maru thing that they had in uh, Star Wars, right? The, uh, just like that. Yes. It's, it's the Itchy Scratchy Maru. The itchy and, Scratchy Maru. <laughs> I've never had Boba oh, tea, so God. I don't know if it's worthy it's of the uh, Mont. Was it the Montemori or something? Or no, the oh, oh, oh my gosh, Obagashi. Why can't I think of this? Bemrose will know what it is. Help us, Bemrose. Yeah. Do you want to just call in Bemrose? Because, you know, you seem to be talking an awful lot during this episode anyway. I'm just reading the troll room, man. I know. That's what I mean. Like, he's got no life. He's just sitting there in the troll room. You could talk to the trolls as well if you would just. No, I can't because I was perma banned from there and I can never log in. Oh, were you put on? Okay. So you were put on a permanent ban. Yes. That makes sense. Have you tried logging in as Harry Hamster? No. Why why would I do that? Because that he always gets in. Well, that's because Bemrose likes him. See, Bemrose is like, he needs my input. It's the Obagashi Maru. I, it's a very weird Maru. I know it's a Maru. That's all I know. This is quality uh-huh. entertainment. I'll tell you right here, right now. This is about the most boring episode we've ever done, man. <laughs> okay. So that I'm ordering donations. pizza. You're talking about the wrong name for Star Wars shit. That means the, uh, the donations will go way, way up. Probably. It is the Kobayashi Maru. Oh, Thank the Kobayashi you. Maru. I knew that. Yeah. Right. That's not Star Wars. Star Trek. No, that's not Star Trek. It is. Oh, it's Star. Well, yeah, it is a Star Trek. The Kobayashi Maru, <laughs> the scenario, the unwinnable scenario. But isn't that also the name of the ship from Unusual Suspects? I don't know. We'll probably talk about it Wednesday on Grumpy Old Ben. So tune in for that. I think I'm banned from listening. You should be. I'm pretty sure I am. We'll work on getting that removed. I'll talk about it on the after show. <laughs> the show. The uh, fact checker, Ryan Bemro says the lawyer from Usual Suspects was also named Kobayashi. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And he claims we'll have interesting topics on Grumpy Old Ben. So I guess we're doing something different. <laughs> boy that was a good <laughs> self slam wasn't it hey that's Damn. what we do best right you here. beat me to it <laughs> well, see that that's the trick right there you get wow. it in first and that ruins the fun for everybody impressive man Impre- you self-insulted faster than i could say anything 